Reckless and the Recluse. I'm Ashley and this is Judy. Can you hear us? Can you hear me? Who knows? Because last time I was a little off, but today we're going to be loud and proud. Yeah, you're loud. Whoa, I'm loud. Okay, too loud. I think I think we're good. We're good? Okay, Judy. Uh, I heard you had an exciting week of auditions, so well, let's hear about it. Remember a minute ago when you said, let's talk about it on the potty? <laughs> That's what I call podcasts. Okay. Well, let's wait till we get on the potty and talk about it. <laughs> Makes sense, right? Why don't you just riff for a minute while I'm uh, taking a seat? Okay. Well, <laughs> what happened? I was in Miami last week. I'm 10 oh, yeah. shades darker. Oh, yeah. And loving the tan. Yeah. I had a great time. Spent a yeah. lot of time on the beach. A lot of time thinking about my relationship with LA. I thought you were going to say with a person. No, no, With no. LA. What, do you like Miami as like a place? I don't want to move there. there. No. That's not what it did for me. I have a lot of fun there. And um, there's a, just a lot of things about like the culture that I love there and all that. But LA has my heart. But I just think that it's going through a bad time right now. But I'm going to stick it out. People always say that. But like I don't think it is. I think it's fine. The crime's worse. People are a little off. Like Hollywood's happening and stuff now, but it's just a little, I don't know. It's just a little off. Okay. As compared to when? As compared to 2018, you know, the good years, 2016 to 2018. I wasn't here then. Oh, okay. So you don't know. No, I guess not. So Hi, you- welcome to the potty. I'm back. We're here at the potty and uh, Judy's going to tell us a story on the potty. I hydrated. Um, well, I thought we were talking about Miami. Okay. So you think Miami is... Is your Emmy at this point? Uh, yeah, it's Miami. My Emmy. I um I love it. I'll visit there all the time. Whenever. You go to Florida a lot. Maybe I, more than anyone, anyone else I know. Well, I wouldn't say all of Florida. I would just say Miami. And Has it only been Miami that you've gone I've to? been to other parts when I was younger. Like I went to Disney well, like World. Recently, and, it's only yeah, been Miami. Okay. Only. But yeah, I did, I've gone three times in 12 months. So I guess that is kind of a lot. You don't see yourself going to Jacksonville or Tallahassee <laughs> in the next couple of weeks? Uh, you know, I, well, I have a little boo in, in Tallahassee, so I'm just kidding. I don't. I played um, a show in, in Pensacola once. Oh, I've been to Pensacola. Weird ass place. Yeah. So fucking weird. Yeah. It's very weird. It's the South. That very much is the South. Like Pensacola, Florida, that part of Florida is so weird. And then we played a show in, in Cocoa, not Cocoa Beach, just Cocoa proper. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was just like in a strip mall. It's still, Florida is so fucking weird. It's like New Jersey, but like worse and hotter. <laughs> it's like more New Jersey than New Jersey. It's like all the stereotypes that people have about New Jersey, they should just insert Florida. Because I feel like, like, what do you think of when you think of New Jersey? Like, Don't say The Sopranos. I was going to say really loud Italian people and the beach being grimy. That's what I think of. That's most of Florida. <laughs> right? It's true. That's yeah. why That's why I said I'm not going to Florida. That's, I'm not going to all of it. I'm not like in the swamps. Yeah. Honestly, when we did do that Disney World trip, I was like, I hate Orlando. Like, I never want to come back here. Yeah, Orlando. Um, it was pretty much, Dis- you know, Disney World's like in the middle of a swamp. The food wasn't that good. But Miami's a different beast the food is fucking amazing like every restaurant that someone said this is gonna be good it was good and i feel like la cares more about the scene and who you are and where you are than the food 
So it is nice to go to a city that cares about the food. Oh, you should go to Philly. I'm sure, like, there's good food in L.A. for sure. No, there is, but yeah. it's not It's not the restaurants that are on the list of, like, the best places to go or the best, like, you know, this is just an example. Craig's. Craig's is, it's good, but, like, every celebrity eats there all the time. There's always a line. Like, it's always packed, and the food is, like, okay, you know? It's not like, oh, my God, I ate the best Italian food of my life. I mean, with a name like Craig, it's just such a, a nondescript, like not. Well, Dan Tana's is kind of the same way. I'm. That's what's old. the name of a restaurant you went to in Miami? Um, it's definitely going to be better than Craig. Le Hardinier, which is French. Yeah. The Garden. The Gardener. The Gardener, yeah. And then the restaurant above was the Garden. I guess the chef opened like a. The this one was supposed to be more vegetable based, and the other one was. Like, you know, more fine dining, like continental. Okay. What'd you eat there? Um, I had a burrata salad. A, Ooh, I like a nice burrata. Oh, so good. They had strawberries on it and sure. passion fruit puree, which was, I was like, all right. Um, and then, why can I not think of the other thing? It was so there was no chef there named Craig, though. I can guarantee no. you. No. And, but then we had um, Cavatelli. It was really good. What's cavatelli? It's like a pasta. It's like a, oh yeah. It's like gnocchi. I've just removed different. that from my brain. I don't yeah. Okay. I don't do it. Anyway, uh, pesto is really good. We had one other vegetable that was really good. Why can I not think of it right now? And who is this lady that you went with? That I see. Abella. Abella. A lady. That's funny. Well, she followed me on Instagram. I was like, I don't know who this is, but then I saw that you're friends with her, and I'm like, oh, okay. That's weird. It's not weird. She probably saw that we did the podcast because that was when. I get that, but it's not like we've ever had a... I don't, I don't, okay, cool. Abella, if you're watching, <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> no, we think you're weird. No, I, I don't think it's weird. I don't, I don't think okay. it was weird. I, nobody said it was I weird. think she was I trying think, to support I'm, I get that. Like Reckless and Recluse, but I'm surprised. I guess I'm surprised. I think she follows... Um, no, she does, because I follow her now, and that's the only reason I would. I was like, who the fuck is this? And then I saw that she follows you, and you guys are friends. But so, I've never met this person. So she is an actress, stand-up comedian. Sounds terrible. Sounds like the rest of us. Sounds awful. Yeah. So we went. We had a good time. It was fun. But um, yeah. And then the other restaurant I went to was a place called Ceviches, which there's a lot of restaurants here, but it's called that. But it was Peruvian style. And it was fine That's dining. That's the only ceviche that I've had. And it was so good. Like every single thing we had was so good. We had carpaccio. We had um, the she. I don't even know the name of the dish that we ordered. And we had scallops and everything was amazing. Okay. Oh, and I went to a restaurant that is supposed to be a gypsy Mexican fusion. He originally opened it in Tulum called Gitanos. And um, we had... Wagyu albondigas and a cauliflower steak. Cauliflower steak? It's where they like cut it, but he likes it. It actually is so, it was so good. Like I swear. And then some mushrooms. Like you eat cauliflower with a knife and fork type of shit? What? It wasn't a vegan place, obviously, but like it was an option. Well, non-vegans can eat cauliflower. But I love it like that. I like when they do it like that with a really good sauce and they really sear it right. It comes out so good. Cauliflower is okay. I feel like it's no. It's about the flavor. Overrated. Sure, it's okay. Just let it be, okay? 
I don't have a problem with it. It's just like when vegetables get too popular. It's like, like when kale, kale a few years kale ago. It's like was before kale cauliflower. sucks, man. Kale's stupid. Asparagus is before kale. Was it? Yeah. Everybody was searing asparagus and putting it with like balsamic and olive oil, and then it died. And the kale, now cauliflower, now the new vegetable. What's the new one? After cauliflower? Yeah, there's a new one. Um, I don't know. I'm, ooh, let me guess. Um, what's that? Uh, why can't I think of what it's called? That like Chinese vegetable? Oh, bok choy. Bok choy. Uh, yeah, bok choy is pretty popular right now. I feel like microgreens are the thing that are selling out. Really? At the grocery store. Yeah. That's just because. Like everyone thinks it's they're going to get all their vitamins from them. Imagine how how hard it is to grow microgreens. You got to grow three times as many because they're micro. It's just hard. <laughs> right? I don't That's know. What they sell I out. assume that they sell they grow it in the same place. Like if you grow cilantro, like you can easily grow micro cilantro, right? Like, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> takes up less space. You know, we're uh, we're downsizing. We're going from cilantro to micro cilantro. So you know, it's a business decision a business. more than anything. It is. Yeah. Wow. Never thought of it that way. <laughs> Inflation. So they're selling micro cilantro for the same price as regular cilantro now. Oh my god. So I did watch some movies on the plane, and this is old news, but I'm going to say really quick. Um, did you watch Last Night in Soho? No. Okay. Well, it got a, like, some people loved it. Some people were like, oh, it's stupid, blah, blah, blah. I think that it was done so well because it was an interesting way to touch on a lot of, like, things that can be a problem, like nostalgia, like us, like... The whole point is this girl's like obsessed with the 60s and like thinks life is so much better in the 60s. And then she, oh, actually, what's that like? she actually gets to live in the 60s in her like dreams and like see how oppressed women were. And like, oh, wait, maybe I did see the first few minutes of this. Okay. She like go to some, she like rents a room, yeah. going to college. And then yeah. she's like, uh, I saw the first few minutes. Okay. Well, I thought it was cool. I think it's I cool. Just, and yeah. then it turned into a horror movie, which was kind of like oh. a surprise. It was a surprise. So, I like surprise horror. Yeah. Well, now I ruined it for you. That's oh, all right. I probably. Maybe I'll watch it. I didn't stop watching it because I didn't like it. I just like, I wasn't invested in it. I wasn't like, I'm going to sit down and watch a movie. It was just on. And then I was like, I'm going to go do something else. Mm. It wasn't my idea to watch the movie. Okay. Well, I'm glad I watched it in the plane at the first movie because I would have got scared if I watched it at home alone or the last movie that oh, I yeah, watched. Yeah, you can't do horror. No, I get scared. I was scared. I even, I've honestly even had nightmares because of that movie since then. The past two nights, they've been light nightmares, but I have had them. So I can't do it. Light nightmares. And um, then I watched, I'm not going to talk it's about like every movie. like a Wednesday movie, nightmare. this movie. Not yeah. a Saturday nightmare. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. It was fine. Um, House of Gucci, which I'll say that I feel that Lady Gaga and, um, why do I want to call him Adam? It's not Driver. Him. Driver. His name is Adam. Adam Dri oh, okay. Adam Driver. Their acting was amazing, but I feel like the story, they dragged it out. They turned that movie in a two hour, 40 minute movie and they could have just, I don't know, they could have made it easily an hour and 20 and packed it, packed the punches better. <laughs> I didn't see it. Okay. Well, that's just my thoughts on the movie. Okay. So tell us about your auditions because I've been waiting. Yeah. So, okay. Last week. This is people are gonna love to hear about this, especially for non the acting world. Very, very exciting okay, stuff. Fun way. Yeah. Well, so I had two two callbacks. Okay. One was for a show. One is for a commercial, but a 
really good commercial job that was like for a whole campaign shoots in Atlanta, like good money. So I really was excited about both. The, the show, I don't know that much about still, but it was one of those things where I sent in a tape a couple weeks went by. And then the day of the callback, I just got an email that was like, Hey, can you come down for a callback for this? Like in an hour. And I was like, Oh shit. So I had to leave work and stuff and just like, and that one went really well, the show. And it was, both of these jobs were based on improv. Like when you're in improv and when you say you have improv on your resume, you get a lot of auditions. Some of them are really crazy. Like this one that I have coming up, I work in an office, but I'm also a peacock. (laughs) (laughs) This is real. I just got this today. It's like, okay, what does that look like? Um, So I'm thinking about that, but these are both improv based. So this callback was like, okay, they paired, paired me with one person and then ended up pairing me with another person. So I did it twice and they just give you a prompt like, Oh, you just uh, got a call from this person and you just rushed home and your roommates there kind of thing. And the other person has some other prompt and you don't know what it is, but, uh, they both went pretty well. Like it's comedy. So there was laughter. (laughs) That's how, you know, it was good, I guess, you know how that works. Yes. Um, but anyway, I thought that one went pretty well. I felt good about it at least like, I wasn't too in my head afterwards. I wasn't like, oh, I should have said this. I was just like, no, nah, it was good. So great. Then I'm like feeling, feeling great about the week. I'm like, oh, I had a really good callback. I mean, I still haven't, I'm, I may get this one. I, I don't know. We don't know yet. So I had a callback on Friday uh, for this commercial. And my tape that I sent in was really good. Oh, okay. They were like, do three takes. This is a script. Do three of them. Do one of them like, exactly the script and then do two whatever you want just improvise and then there were two scripts so i sent in six tapes or six takes not tapes and they were all like good i improved all of them just one take just whatever i was like this is funny send it in next day they were like like can we see you for a callback i was like great and then they were like can you come in early and i was like they really want to see me wow great and it was but it was on zoom so they were like can you log on early And this was after I worked 13 hours on Friday and the audition was right at the end of my day. So they originally asked me to come in at six 30. That was the original time. And then they were like, can you come in early? Can you come on? Log on at five 45. I was like, sure. Log on at five 45. Done work at five. So I was like 45 minutes to whatever. They sent me a new script. So I prepared that. I looked at it, whatever. I was ready to riff. I thought of a bunch of jokes. I was like, I'm going to kill this. I felt so good about it. So I log on at the early time, 545. I end up sitting in the waiting room until my original time. So I'm in there for almost 45 minutes, just staring at my computer screen, like thinking about jokes. And then after a while, I'm just like getting annoyed, right? Email my agent. They're like, just wait. Probably just backed up, whatever. I'm like, cool. Good thing they asked me to come in early. Mm Mm-hmm. So by the time I get in the room, I'm just like, hey, like trying to act like excited, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Like I'm annoyed. And, um, then they're like, okay, um, we're, we're going to start with the old script. And so we don't do the script that they had sent me at all. They only did the old stuff. So I was like, okay. So I'm trying to pull it up and stuff. Like, I don't remember it because you've been working on this. Yeah. So they, and then as we're about to start, they're like, can you put your hair up? And I was just like, what? 
like the, none of this was prior. And I was just like, okay, so I'm, I'm in the closet scrambling, trying to find a hair tie. And they're like making jokes. I can hear it because I have AirPods on. They're like, oh, he's looking under the mattress, looking for a hair tie and all this. <laughs> sh- I'm just like, what the fuck? You, you could have just told me. I would have been yeah. ready. So I'm like uh, on camera, like trying to put my hair back. And then they're like, OK, we're going to do this old script that you that you know. And I'm like, I don't know it because you didn't tell me. So we do one take of that. And then I'm just like, uh. and then we do another one. And the director goes, I'm good. <laughs> I just was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, you never know. It was so bad. It, like everything that they could have done to just like throw me off. They did. They did. They did. It was like, who could be good under these conditions? It's not like an improv based thing where you like, you don't know what to expect. It's a commercial. Yeah. Like, you know what you're going to do. So I was just like, I got off the thing and I, I had to go for a run and listen to like really loud metal music. I was like, I, I feel so awful. Like that was so oh, that bad. Sucks. Yeah. So I felt so bad about myself. I've never been at an audition where the director's like, I'm good. We're good. Moving on. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Either that was the best thing ever or the worst. And it was the worst because well, I know. They, you never know though. They might not have hated it. Maybe he was just like, I've seen what he can do. Let's go go off my tapes. That's all I got to say. Like this, who's going to be good after sitting in a, staring at their computer for 45 minutes waiting? I don't know. Who's going to be on their fucking toes? Why they tell you to come in early is what I don't get. And then they made a joke about it. They're like, yeah, we told you to come in early and then just wait. My bad. I'm like, yeah. Like, you don't think I've got shit to do? Yeah. Come on. So those are the two callbacks of the week. One great, one oh, the worst it's ever. It's fine. It's fine. That's the business. That's the business. I want to take this with me back here because I want to sit like this. Jesus Christ. So yeah. how do you feel now? But you also I'm over it now. Two auditions in 24 hours since I've seen you. So I'm getting a lot of auditions. I don't have any problem getting auditions. I'm just not booking shit. Well, that's okay. It's a numbers game. Yeah. Yeah. I had an audition yesterday. I had one today, which I think is good for. But I am not auditioning as much as you at all. Get a lot of tapes, man. You got to just, uh, I was going to say grill your hair out. No, you're good. You have it. Maybe you cut your hair Maybe off. Maybe I need to cut it. Yeah. yeah. Get a mustache. Maybe get a mustache. My sister watched our podcast last week and she said, is Judy's mustache curling under his lip? Jesus Christ. Like, how far are you zooming into it this, Arissa? <laughs> She's just on her phone like, mm, mm, No, she mm. just says that's what it looks like. Like, it's going like this. I mean, I, I do cut it. I, I trim it once a week, if you must know. It's Usually on Sundays. Guard. It's a spit guard. No, because eventually, and you would never know this, but like it starts to you start to like bite it off like it gets caught in your teeth and shit if you're not if you don't keep maintaining <laughs> if you don't fucking trim it Ew. yeah well i do trim it you know talking about acting you know that audition i did with you for that series regular not the one today not today the one that we did like a few months ago mm-hmm. the first time i came here mm-hmm. um they have all the promos out and i I, I, it was very sad to see it. like that that's one of the acting things where you're like it's fine it doesn't matter it wasn't even mine but i'm still like that could have been me that's happened to me so many times with commercials like people that i did my audition or callback with i'll see in the commercial and i'm just like ah yeah yeah i know that feeling 
Uh, one time I was on hold. I told you this already, so never mind. We're not saying this on here. But I just really, really, really want to be a series regular. So I'm going to say that on the podcast because I feel like that's the only dream that I have. Like, I know that I do some stand up and I do acting and, and well, I want it. That's all I want to do. That's what I want. That's the goal right now. That's the dream for me. I thought you were going to say say you just do stand up to pay the bills but i'm just like mm, that doesn't check out <laughs> <laughs> i did no. i did so i did a i hadn't done a show in a while you know i fly in saturday morning pretty much i mean sunday morning pretty much do a show last night and i i was super funny and like i didn't mess up at all but it was a real pc crowd and i have this joke like i'm not actually being offensive like i'm just like making jokes about things that are actually happening right now you know uh-huh. And my joke is this, and I, I realize now thinking back that it is a little rough for a PC crowd and possibly people who listen to this, but I'm just going to say so. Um, people don't listen to this. Yeah, well, it's fine if they did. Shut up. Okay. Tra- manifest. Transgender. A transgender woman. Uh-oh. Volume down. <laughs> said that cis women are going to be offended because they're transplanting uteruses into transgender women. And I said, why would that offend me? That means that men finally understand feminism. It's 50 50. Yeah. That's a great joke. Yeah. But I like PC how you have crowd, to tell me that. <laughs> a PC crowd's going to be like, oh my God, they are women. You know? But I, but I was like, after I realized, I did get laughs, but I re- like, there was a few women in the crowd, white women, of course, like this. And they gave me dirty looks the whole time. Really? Yeah. And I was like, cool. But is that usually your audience? Who, who's your audience, you think? I mean, it just, at this point in LA, yeah, PC people. I do, I do practice in a room that's very like we can kind of all say whatever we want. Like there is, so nobody's too PC. Like no. So I think that sometimes you forget. Then you get in a room of real LA people. Actually, at that specific club, it's more because it's in the valley and it's more of like a Latino club. So you they aren't usually as PC. Like even if they are, you know you know, super blue, they still find that stuff funny. Like they can joke about it. Cause that's the truth. Like we just, it's just joking. Like I'm not, it's a joke. I understand. You're up there telling jokes, not, uh, yeah, you understand, but like the crowds are, it's weird that like people go to see comedy and then they're like, <gasps> were you serious? Well, there was a woman was wearing real? a mask in the audience. So I knew she wasn't going to laugh at me. I'm okay with that. What's wrong with wearing a mask if you want to wear a mask? I don't think I just meant maybe she was laughing honestly. I couldn't see. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love wearing a mask. I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. Like, I like it. But I like to hide from the world. So it's like one more layer. I have a, I, when I go out, I usually have a hat on, sunglasses on, a mask. Like, I don't want anybody to see me. Okay. Like, it's fantastic i guess i get the not wanting to be seen but it's just such an inconvenience and so much extra trash yeah i'm not it doesn't feel good it's not comfortable like obviously i don't want to wear it all the time but most of the time i'm like "Eh, there's probably some benefits to this do you watch saturday night live never oh okay so we do nothing the same (laughs) that would make sense i don't do it first of all that's the premise of the podcast by the way yeah we're different people well obviously <laughs> but like you think like do we, we even listen to the same bad bunny came out with a new album i'm sure it's been on replay for you i'm kidding bad bunny yeah i knew you wouldn't even know who he was oh it's a i would okay he's the most famous 
Really? Yeah, he's like most famous singer worldwide. He what beat out Drake for most plays ever in an album release day, which Drake used to carry the record. So what? Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny. What mm-hmm. kind of music is that? It's like hip hop reggaeton. It's all in Spanish. It is. Well, that's that makes sense because it's got a, such a wide audience worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Doesn't count. But I also don't like Spanish music and I'm obsessed with him. So Really? Yeah. You go to a few clubs and they play a couple of his songs. And then like in Miami, that's all they play everywhere. And I can't stop, won't stop. I I'm learning Spanish for because of him. I can play some on the pod because I don't care. Okay, play Moscow Mules, the new one. Play that one. Let me see if this will work. Wait. I just did not do the thing you told me to do. No. I'm not going to say that. Can you hear it? Uh, I don't have headphones, so I don't I know, but... It's... Is it coming out of here? Oh. Well, that's not right. It's not playing on the pod. There we go. This the rest of the podcast will just listen to music. Okay. Who is that girl? She's pretty. Is that him? Yeah. This is terrible. We're not a thing, but we've been entangled for a while. WhatsApp with no portrait. She doesn't save my contact. But I pull it out. Two drinks and you know I get horny. <laughs> is this seriously what this song is? We're not a thing, but we've been entangled for a while. Most of his music is like that though. Really He's young. He's like 20, he just turned 25. I don't know. The word entangled is not a word most 25-year-olds would use. Well, this is. Oh wait, isn't that the word that fucking? Isn't that what Jada, Jada. Pinkett she, she said entangled? In, yes, with August. Also, turns out news of the week is that. Also, I'm always cut off. I need to sit closer over here and not be cut off. Um, <laughs> the reason that Will Smith slapped Chris Rock is because Jada and Chris had an entanglement. And Will had just found out about it. So he slapped him about keep my wife's name out of your mouth. But he's actually mad because he was like, keep your dick out of my wife's pussy. <laughs> Could have at least gone with mouth <laughs> to make it make sense. <laughs> well, I, I don't. <laughs> well, like recently? One. Yeah, like this was in the news yesterday. No, but the entanglement. Oh, the entanglement, I guess, was recent. And that's why Will was still mad. I don't like how she's using the word entanglement like that. It's uh, like, dude, she's the biggest sociopath of our generation. World? She I, seems not insane. My, I, don't, I think she's an older generation than us, but this she's is, a sociopath. Like nobody would do the things she tries to make everything she does look okay, and it's not. I mean, her hair looks okay. That's well, her like saying she everything she does. There's no remorse, and she's just living in a world where everyone's supposed to think that everything she does is okay. I was listening to um, Theo Vaughn talk about it on his podcast, and it, he, 
it made me laugh so much because he was saying he was being so respectful about it and he was but the whole joke was and he was just like yeah and then Will Smith's husband slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> just like very matter of fact and glossed over it. I was just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so funny. And also not for the PC crowd. Theo Vaughn is my one of my favorite comedians. Like he's in the top three. He's just like, I don't even like as a podcaster, he says the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like his standup is obviously he's good, but I don't think of him as like one of the best standups. But like, just shit that he says and the way he describes things and the language that he uses and the words that he chooses is so funny. So, I mean, that's why his podcast is so good. That's true. But I just saw him live at the improv like a couple weeks ago and I was laughing so hard and it is, it's just him. Like, it's not that he's like putting anything. He is pretty intellectual for the way he speaks. Like mm -hmm. you don't expect that also. Mm -hmm. And then he just says things and makes you think things that you don't even. And then he'll say things like brother, cousin Kyle was doing, you know, like stuff like that. And you're just like, ah, so funny. So funny. He the way he says, uh, says stuff is unlike any other person. The first time I I was like hearing about him a lot and I remembered him from Road Rules back in the day. And I was like, this dude has a podcast. He's a comedian. Like what? He was on Road Rules, like I, when he was like nineteen. I wait, look that up so I could see it, but I didn't had no idea. So that's how he got famous. Well, no, he's been trying to like not like have this be his thing. Oh, he doesn't want us to know. It's not that he doesn't want it to know. It's just like he wants to be accepted for like being funny, a comedy, yeah, yeah. A comedian, a comedy. He's comedy. He's a comedy. Okay, but I remember him watching from watching this. Okay. And I was just like, this dude is a comedian now. Like, he's got a podcast. I was like, what the fuck? So I turned on the podcast for the first time a few years ago. And he was describing his brother's haircut. And he was like, he works. He has like a normal, like, regular nine to five job. But he's got a little bit of like a mullet. And he goes, he's got that. He looks kind of like a bird. He's got that corporate warbler. And I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, and that's why everything is such a genius. Good. It's so good. And okay, I just and like burst out laughing. on road rules. This is like before he was a comedian. No, no. This was on the podcast. Oh. This was me oh. like being introduced to the podcast for the oh, first okay, time. Okay, okay. Thinking of him as this road rules guy. Okay. And I was just like, I'm in. This is ridiculous. Like he says, and none of this stuff matters to me. Like he says stuff politically and stuff like that I don't believe, I don't agree with. But like I don't care at all. Because he's so funny. Like, I'm there because he's funny. And he, you know, he's he's like a a god dude sometimes. He's got his own, he's got stuff that he believes in. That's fine. I think we should disagree on stuff. But I think he's hilarious. See, and that right there, what you just said, is all that I want all of us as comedians, instead of like, oh, I'm going to formulate this joke so that people are happy with it. I, I mean, obviously... If you're, you know, actually like racist or actually don't want people to have rights, like obviously we don't want people like that speaking in front of large audiences. But I just think that all of us having our own viewpoints, then it helps me learn things because sometimes I'll be like, oh, like, like this is something for sure that I have realized more recently was that like I the patriarchy has got me so messed up in my brain that I almost 
felt like, you know, women weren't worth as much as <laughs> like as a woman. And like I am. There's a lot of women that are in that. It's like it, it feel, was, looks to me like a little bit of a brainwashing. But I, I mean, maybe not. Some people are happy. No, it's a brainwashing for sure. And what made this is what made me realize it. And so I'm not going to say. It so the reason is because I personally haven't had really like I've had some situations where men have been a little out of like control, but I haven't been sexually assaulted. So it's not fair for me to speak on those things. Right. Uh -huh. But I watched the morning show and I don't know. Spoiler. If you're watching this, it's like the first episode, but, um, I, well, it's not just the first episode, but what I learned from that series was that Jennifer Aniston thoughts on things were a lot like mine. Like don't, you know, her character. Yeah. Like oh. chill out, like let things go. Like she was just covering up because she wanted to get ahead and she was kind of like, well, that's not me. And I like kind of like, you know, letting a lot of those things go where she could have been an advocate for other women. Right. She could have helped if she would have said something from the beginning, cause she knew all that time things wouldn't have gone this far, you know, when she got mm. her power, but she had to get her power and she avoided not having to do sexual favors to get there. So she does feel better than everyone else, mm. you know? So like, it just, it made me have this realization of like, Oh, like we have really been a little brainwashed to think that it's okay for men to, treat women this way and that like if you bypass it you're just cooler than everyone else instead of being like no no one we shouldn't have to bypass this of course yeah it's just like it's so it's so like embedded and institutionalized that it feels normal and yeah you don't even want to bring it up like you're just stirring the pot you know by drawing attention yes. to it and so i realized like even with even though going through like the Me Too movement and be, being someone who I super stand up for myself, like I don't let anyone touch me. Like a guy slapped my ass at work when I was 18 and I went straight to the owner. Um, you did this. I was like, and I shot him. <laughs> and I shot him. <laughs> no, I went straight to the owner and I was like, this guy slapped me on my, the ass during work. Like I don't need to be treated that way. Of course. But so I am someone who also sticks up for myself. So then I also realized that just because I do that and I think this way doesn't mean that it's not ingrained in society. So well, a I, lot of people aren't confident enough to do that or think that they that they're they've been trained to think that he didn't actually do anything wrong or like, oh, it's just a slap in the ass. He didn't mean anything. And so that gives that guy like, oh, I guess I can do that again. You know, he thinks that he gets a buy. He gets a pass. Yeah. She so, accepted it. So that is the whole. Anyway, so I'm happy to hear viewpoints from people that I don't like, like from maybe not the that I don't like the people, but the viewpoint is not necessarily mine. And then I hear it from these women comedians who are like bringing a lot of light to things. And I'm like, oh, like I have been a little brainwashed. And so that's why I feel like all of us should be a little more free. And then me speaking my truth, like maybe if I'm wrong, I'll learn from it also. Like I'll be like, oh, well, maybe I don't need to be talking about people like this or race like this or whatever. But they're a big issue is that most people are not open-minded like that. Like the people aren't willing to get out of their own experience. People are like, well, this is what I think. It's based on my experience. I don't care what you say. I haven't had your experience and I'm not even aware of that. Like, I just know how I feel and what I like. I'm not even aware, self-aware enough to know what brought me to this place or these conclusions. Like, I feel like it takes another step and a certain type of perspective to be like, 
oh, you know what? Like that has, that person has a different experience and that has informed their beliefs and their decisions. And I should try to understand that. That's like a different level of awareness that most people I feel like don't have. I guess that's true. I guess that's why it's also hard for me to find friends. (laughs) No, I'm serious. And why I like, like you, because even like, I can see that we don't agree on things, but I can see that you're aware and open-minded like you understand the way the world works and that like there's also not only one way that the world works but sometimes it's hard to have friends because they're so set on like their their own beliefs and their own experience that you're almost like this is exhausting for me to try to explain why i would believe different instead of them being like oh well like you know you weren't you grew up this way that whatever yeah um (laughs) you're laughing at me but i'm being no, I'm not laughing. I'm just, I heard the airplane. I got distracted. Um, I forgot what that was. I was about to say something. The airplane just threw me off. Okay. Well, I also, we're not going to do the Twitter thing today. We were going to do one, but we're going to bring it back. All of our regular fans, you know, that watch this. They're, they're missing we out. We also are keeping this short unless we're doing the Twitter thing. So any last words? What the fuck was I about to say? I was going to let him get his thoughts together. I know. I was talking about being open-minded and hard being friends with people and how it's exhausting sometimes to try to explain yourself to people, if that rings any bells. Yeah. No? I don't know. It's just, uh, what are my thoughts? Maybe I'll I'll just stumble upon it. (sighs) It is hard to be friends. Oh, oh, I feel like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there are a lot of people that are like extreme left or extreme right that I wonder, like, what is their ideal world or country or government look like? Like, you want everybody to think the same as you? Like, whatever that is, whatever side, whatever belief system it is, you want everybody to think the same thing. I think they really want those other people to not exist. Like they don't even want to change their mind. They want them to like not exist. But that is so crazy. Like, don't they realize that you need diversity of ideas and disagreement, like healthy disagreement? Like it's hard to be friends with people. It doesn't make sense for everyone to think the same thing. That's insane. Also impossible. But like, I've never spoken to anybody about that, that like is on one of those extremes but like, I wonder what their ideal is. They just want everybody to agree a hundred percent down the line across the board. I don't like, know. Maybe we should have an extremist on this podcast since we're supposed to be opposites. Call That'd somebody. Kind of cool. Call your sister. My sister is like the least. She doesn't even know what's going on in politics. I have to tell her all the time. She's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> do I know any extremists? Um, I don't think I know any like personally, but my cousin's a uh, a cop, and he's definitely does not agree with anything I say or think. Okay. But I don't know if he, I don't talk to him I very much. I, to, I should, let's do some research. Maybe not someone we know personally. Cause that's, I think that's also hard. Cause we're going to be like on a, that's your cousin, you know, let's find someone we don't know at all. How do we do that? I don't know. Do if you know research. somebody or if you are an extremist, a zealot, <laughs> religious extremist or whatever, actually you can be whatever type of extremist. We're open here. We are open. But if you consider yourself an extremist or you know somebody that does, write in. 
how can they contact us? DM us on our oh, yeah. IG at R Recluse. No, oh, that's Twitter. Oh, sorry. That Twitter. Send us a message there. Instagram is at Reckless and the Recluse. I think you can even email us. Or you can DM us personally. I'm IG at Ashley Baca underscore, and he's at Judy is him. Judy Find is us. Him. Okay. It's well, a Jew joke. Judy is going to be not this week. I forgot. I was going to say. Are you about town. to do my plugs? Yeah. <laughs> like, Judy's going to be at the uh, Judy will Hollywood be Bowl. auditioning tomorrow. <laughs> He's going to see Gwen Stefani at the Hollywood Bowl if you want to meet him. I don't know. If you ever have plugs, I will. I'll, we can yeah. do each other's, okay, but I, no. I don't have any ever. I have some sometimes. Oh, go for it. No, I don't have any right now, but oh. I whatever. Okay. Well, have a good night. Love you guys.